0: Hey, welcome back to an unedited, special edition, quick drop episode of Pigeon Hockey, where all I do is add a puck noise, but you get to hear every other dumb thing we say or do. This is Chris in today's co-host, there it is, (laughs) co-host Sebastian. Hello, hello. Why is it every single time we do one of these, I literally screw up the intro?
1: It must be the... uh Must be all that cheap wine you can buy over there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, actually, the European wine here is (laughs) extremely cheap. Uh, But we also want to thank, uh, or I also want to introduce our special guest, the Director of Scouting for the NHL's Robertson Cup National Champion, New Jersey Titans, Gary Biggs.
2: What's going on, gentlemen?
0: Well, thanks, Gary, again, for jumping on with us. Um, uh, For all you listeners, you get to hear a little bit more about the New Jersey Titans and Gary's uh, kind of playing and coaching and scouting career on the episode dropping on thursday but we're doing this one as a quick drop episode you all can you know hear what we have to say today um and hear every again every little mistake we make every dog wine door closing you know chair shifting moment we have but uh gary sebastian and i just want to jump on here and you know just talk about life in a little bit of the nhl playoffs man anybody been keeping up
1: well, I, I think from what we we've learned from Gary, I'm sure he's been keeping up with the the red hot Rangers.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we they they, they blew it yesterday. So um, I thought we we were about to stomp on their throats there, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Tampa just comes back and does what Tampa does best, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm uh I'm not ruling out the Rangers just yet. I did pick him to win the Stanley Cup at the beginning of this whole thing. Um. But they are facing the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. You can never count them out, and they've proven that. But, uh, you know, Igor has been playing out of his mind, and uh, I agree with the um, this year's chance because he has been better this year.
2: Yeah, I mean, top to bottom, he's probably the best goaltender in the league right now. You know, I, I yeah. think the, the Tampa Bay guy has something to say about that, but... Uh
0: we probably
2: won't <laughs> we won't mention his name until he loses so
0: <laughs> yeah we got we got to keep that out of the the podcast because i have this i have this curse and i'm sure you listeners have, have picked up on that but um <laughs> you know during the USHL playoffs i chose against the rockets hockey club every possible round and they won it all and during the nhl robertson cup run i chose against new jersey titans every round and gary biggs and his new jersey titans won it all Yeah, we appreciate the support.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like the reverse support. You know he's supporting you, but he's picking the other team just to, you know, get the bump.
2: Yeah, I think it was a couple of weeks ago before the Robbie Cubs playoffs started, and and you guys told us that New Mexico was going to sweep us. And I was like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) That one in the locker room. I I chuckled when I heard it (laughs) now
0: I did. I did pick New Mexico to win, but I picked the three game series. However, it was our special guest, Jared Becker, Austin Bruins, buddy. I know you're listening um, who did pick the sweep, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, if that's motivation, that's motivation right there.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, The Austin Bruins guy has got, it's got a thing for the central teams. I get it.
0: (laughs) Well, you've got to support your division. I know you got what uh, everyone talked about the dirty south first of all, um, but then you've got the the central division, the east, and the uh, what are they called up there the Midwest or something? But they got like Alaska.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, they're. I think it's like Anchorage, Bismarck. You know, like it, it's crazy because like like we being out east, like you just play your east coast division. You know, same thing in the yeah. south. Like so, you don't really pay too much attention to what's going on in the other divisions. Um, you kind of just, you want to stay present, right? You want to stay, yeah. you want to stay focused. Like uh, it doesn't matter to me if Lone Star wins a weekend, you know, we're not going to see him until the Robbie Cups. So see yeah. you later, you know, so. Yeah.
0: yeah it, it, it's interesting to stay focused in that realm. Now do you guys, uh, but you also still do the showcase series where you might be lucky or unlucky to see some of these teams uh, throughout the year and maybe one or two showcase series. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, the showcase Blaine. every year, it's, it's unreal for the guys, you know, like they, they get all the tons of college exposure. I think every division one school is represented Um, head coach, assistant coaches, everybody's there. It's the center of the hockey universe. And I think for, for most programs, it's, it's so early in the year. So you can't really judge what you do at the showcase to kind of justify what the rest of the season is going to be like, but you, you figure out quickly who you are as a team, you know, where you have to make the changes, where, your strengths your weaknesses all that um, that's what that showcase is good for and then obviously later in the year, it's the top prospects tournament um where the best players in the league meet up so other than that blaine showcase and top prospects where you, you it's kind of like the all-star game um you don't really see anybody from outside the division
0: yeah and so like when it comes to like the eastern division you guys got you know, a lot of really strong competition out in the East. Um, who's really, for the Titans, been kind of your Achilles heel of, of a team when you have to face them?
2: Yeah, I mean, like you, you look naturally, you see the Johnstown rivalry we have with them. Like Mike Letizia does a great job out there and they're well coached. And they've been giving us fits for the last five, six years. Um, obviously, Northeast, they, they hate our guts and they play us hard every single night um same thing with the nordiques maryland like it's like like i mentioned to you earlier it's 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 a weird division because everybody's so close and we're all recruiting the same area you know so all these kids know each other so um if you're
1: going to win the east you, you're going to be a good hockey team yeah i mean i mean for me i mean i wanted to mention here when we were kind of talking about you know hockey and all that kind of stuff and uh you know we, we talked about um past any cup winners but i think the one thing we kind of passed upon is you know we, got, we can't forget that uh you know, Tampa has probably the ultimate playoff player and, and, uh, and, you know, and, and I'm, I'm only calling him this because it's what the, the NHL has dubbed him at as, uh, as fat Pat, um, you know, three Stanley <laughs> cup rings back to back to back. I mean, just the eighth wonder of the world really. Um, so I don't know. I mean, Rangers, I mean, you're facing, you're facing Pat Maroon now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you, I mean, you can't, you can't deny his, his success. Right. And like he, you win with guys like him, but, uh, they're looking a little old, you know, they, they played a lot of
1: hockey. <laughs> so I, that's, that's the one thing, honestly, for me is I, I, you can kind of start to see the wheels falling off and you have those guys. I mean, bringing a guy like Perry, which obviously brings a ton to your team, but you're also bringing in you know, a, a pretty, a guy who's pretty up there in his age and, and games played, um, you know, and I'm sure the body doesn't take too much to start falling apart and, I'm sure once, you know, once and I'm, I'm honest, I, I do think the Rangers are going to win it, um, at least this series. And I think once they beat them, you're going to hear, you know, Stamkos has this and Kucherov has this and Perry has this. And I think it's just it's just going to come down to just wear and tear on their bodies and uh, not really having any time to recover at all in the last you know, two years. Yeah, because they
2: did the, the COVID year. They, they played throughout the late summer, fall, and then they they repeated like it, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of hockey. <laughs> Right. Like even for us in the NA, right. Like we just finished and training camp, we already have our training camp pretty much planned out like, it, and it's two months away. It's a lot of hockey. Yeah.
1: yeah, I, yeah. I feel that we just had our draft and, um, you know, our, our for the U 18s, which I, you know, I, I just took over this summer, their season just ended. They went to the draft and now we're into kind of a spring league. It's just more conditioning you just kind of get the guys and kind of a good opportunity for everyone to see, you know, the prospects that got drafted in the league and it's, Uh, I can kind of see with some of the guys already where they're telling us, you know, I'm I'm starting to get tired. I'm like, no, I get that. I mean, it's been a long season. And then you hop right back into a spring. And, um, you know, and these guys are, you know, 15 to 18. So I can't imagine what happens when you're, you know, pushing 40 and and you're going through that with that and, you know, with that grind every day. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, so you're saying uh, Smith isn't going to be able to carry Edmonton all the way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's an old man.
2: I I can't believe he's still playing.
1: I, I can't believe they're still playing him. Let's just say that. <laughs> Every time I look on the highlights, I'm like, what did Smith do today? Like, let's just see.
0: <laughs> That's how I catch hockey highlights over here too, because I can't watch anything live because it's you know I'm in Copenhagen, so everything's just the games start when I'm sleeping, and then, so I wake up in the morning, I make my coffee, and turn on YouTube and 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 you know watch eight minutes of how the game went down and. Sometimes I'm like, I cannot believe he made those saves and they went three nothing. And other times I'm like, what was he doing? <laughs> you know, like, where, where was his headspace at? And I think that's kind of been the first couple games is uh, Colorado. First of all, is I know everyone's been saying it the whole time, but I have about as much faith in the Avalanche as I do the Maple Leafs after all these years. And the Maple Leafs, you know, just give up. I don't know the second they make it into the playoffs, Colorado just gets you know, pummeled with goalie injuries, but Frank who has been playing out of his mind. And truthfully, like, Colorado has these little bursts of, I don't know what to call them, but they just, goal bursts, I guess, where they just, you know, one, two, three. And it just kills the opponent's, you know, like, momentum.
1: <laughs> oh, I just, the way that McCarr just, hand, I mean, to me, I thought it was going to be a tight series, and I saw Makar handle Uh, mcdavid coming down full speed i'm just quick poke i was like you know what there's your answer for mcdavid and you know pull out the brooms i'm calling it now (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're they're
2: unbelievable in transition like they're such a good they skate so well like and you know it's like when they when they play d like it's like they want to go right like so they they want to win games eight six so um obviously clearly edmonton tried to win the game eight six but it didn't work out so (laughs) yeah there's just no answer you know um like i just i don't think edmonton has the depth in their lineup to to hang
0: no and uh i don't know i was i was really kind of rooting for edmonton i picked jersey to win the whole thing
1: um you mean new york
0: oh yeah sorry see i'm talking (laughs) to a jersey guy i meant maybe i was thinking like football right there where jersey new york is basically the same thing but um no, I I picked the Rangers to win the whole thing, and uh, I I'm standing I guess, by that now. I don't know. You, A lot can happen.
2: You better pick them. I mean, every yeah. time you pick somebody, to you just you know like you just gotta what what is it? You you pick the opposite, and the, the opposite yeah. happens.
0: Yeah. yeah, basically that's that's the and I think that's why Colorado might take the whole thing because outside and, and, of the second round, I picked against them in the first and the third round. So. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I, congratulations to Colorado. Chris picked New York. So, uh, you know, if those two teams make it through, I mean, they might as well just give – they might as well not even play. Just save the body, save the effort, and just here's the cup. Sorry, Chris picked you guys. Rangers, uh, better luck next <laughs> <here>. <laughs> uh
0: Well, that'll happen if, if Shisterkin falls. I mean, they got amazing backup there. But if Shisterkin goes down, I, I think they're in trouble because he's just been – like I said, he's been carrying the team. But um, – Now, before we do wrap up this quick drop bonus episode, uh, Sebastian, I know it's been rough up there in Ottawa after the Doratio about a week or so ago. And uh, how are things going there now that you got power back um, and and all that fun crap?
1: Yeah, I mean, that was certainly a, a fun little storm you know took out power in ottawa for i think some of them were up to eight nine days we were lucky enough where power was kind of dipping and dodging so it wasn't out fully so you know like stuff in the fridge and freezer and all that kind of stuff you know stayed good because when it went out it was just it was just it was honestly more a pain but at the end of the day i think we got to count ourselves lucky that you know part of our deck got ripped apart and um other than that nothing too crazy structural happened so count ourselves pretty lucky and um you know, we're we're kind of in a in a push to renovate things in our house. You know, we had uh, some news that made us push everything up a little bit, so we're trying to get everything done before October.
0: Oh, what's the news, Sebastian?
1: Yeah, so um, you know the the pigeonhole family is about to grow by one. we um, we're we my wife and I are expecting in uh, October. Actually, October 26th was just a day after my birthday, so I'm you know I'm secretly hoping that you know he or she comes a day early and, and, um, you know, it'd be a pretty cool experience. Uh, my wife shares her birthday with her mom. So it'd be kind of cool to, to be able to, uh, as you know, my wife's cousin said, carry on that tradition, which I didn't know does seem like a tradition, but it'd be a cool experience anyway. So, um, you know, it's a, today's obviously Monday and as we're recording this and tomorrow we actually find out the gender. So we're kind of, uh, we're excited, you know, things are, things are, are going to be a ton of fun. You no, know, I, uh, People ask me if I'm crazy for taking on a head coaching position, knowing that I was about to have my first child. But uh, I think I've, I'm super lucky enough to have a, a great, you know, support structure at home with with my wife and especially her family, being so close and you know always wanting to help and. Uh, our owner um again around the same age just getting married this summer and completely understands and you know knows that he's the next one to kind of go through this and our gm's the same way kind of you know getting married soon and all supporting it and you know we're lucky enough to build a great staff where if i have to take a night off it's you know nothing's gonna miss a beat so um you know pretty fired up for all that and uh really looking forward to this hockey season slash new journey
0: well huge congratulations man i tell you what you're having a kiddo
1: gonna be gonna be something that's for sure
0: well it was nice having you on this podcast um i don't know how we're gonna squeeze any time with you in here anymore between between a head coaching i was already gonna be difficult with the head coaching role but now having a baby and a head coaching role um i look forward to having you on in you know february 2027
1: no no our <laughs> our, our schedule one of the reasons why i took the, the job too was our schedule's a lot lighter than a junior b schedule like there's no get on the bus at two o'clock for a game in Athens at, you know, six o'clock or whatever it is. Um, it's very much so our, our games are a lot more localized, like our, our furthest. Well, I mean, I, I know we play in certain like quote unquote home rinks for different teams throughout, but most of it's about 25 minutes down the road. And the other rink that we play at's literally a five minute walk from where I am. So, um, you know, it's going to be same wise time. Practicing wise, it's going to be about the same thing. I'm just an hour later, so I don't have to rush out from work and, uh, you know, lucky enough, my, my wife will be on maternity leave, and I'm here. I work at home during the day for most part, so I'm able to help out at home and uh, got the kind of the green light to, to make sure I'm coaching at night. So um, I'll still be around. I mean, there's obviously going to be times here and there where um may have to find a, a different spot to record, you know, especially if it's nap time. There's going to be a new boss in this house. So uh, I'm now going to be fourth in the pecking list, and I was probably going to go baby, <laughs> wife, dog myself. So uh, other than that, I mean, I think maybe that's why it'll be fun uh, being the head coach. I get to it'll be somewhere where I get to be at the top of the pecking list for once in my life. But uh, uh, no, it, it's gonna be fun. I'm, I'm gonna have a ton of fun with it. And um, you know, everyone always jokes our kids gonna be gonna be raised in the rink. And I said, well, I mean, my wife's a, a high level referee and she works for Hockey Eastern Ontario, so she she works for hockey basically. And you know, for me with coaching, so I said, you know, this kid's either gonna love or a hockey, but either way, it's gonna be in the rink. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So if uh, so if Claude Giroux signs with Ottawa this offseason and it's a boy, you're gonna call him Claude?
1: Oh, there's a uh, quite zero percent of that one. Uh, <laughs> I love my I love my French heritage, but uh, yeah, Claude isn't uh, Claude's not on the list, unfortunately. I mean, but I mean, if he wants it as like a middle name, and he promises to sign in Ottawa, I'm sure we can work something out.
0: I thought the middle name was gonna be pigeonhole, matter boy or girl. Yeah, we're,
1: <laughs> we're gonna stick away from the name pigeon. Wow. Um, Yeah, no offense to anyone named (laughs) Pigeon, if there's anyone out there named Pigeon, and if there is, I'm really sorry, but uh, yeah, for me, let's just, I'll say, what's the polite way of saying this? It's not for me.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Well, boys, I think this is a good spot to wrap this up. So, again, we again want to thank our special guest, Director of Scouting for the NHL's Robinson Cup National Champion, New Jersey Titans, Gary Biggs, for jumping on with us. Thanks for having me on, guys. And we do want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in to this, I guess, weird, unedited, uncut, special edition drop you get to hear basically right after we record it. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Follow us at PHHOfficial on Twitter to let us know what you think. And be sure to comment and share any upcoming games or hockey news we should cover in a future podcast. And I've been getting a lot of submissions for hockey highlights. Um, definitely keep that going uh, as the year goes along, especially into the 22-23 season, so we can do better at uh, highlighting some of the awesome plays that we've been getting submitted. But this is the Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Kristen Sebastian.
1: And, and once again, we just want to say, you know, congratulations for, for the championship, uh, Gary. I mean, um, great success there. And uh, to our listeners, thanks for listening.
0: Appreciate it. Yeah, awesome championship there, the Robinson Cup champions. And that said, remember, listeners, always clear your crease.